0: it's not another buffalo podcast the bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal
1: with john that guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous? Kardashians because, is famous. Ha.
2: yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando talking bills with your
0: family could be like talking politics sometimes. If Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion,
1: on Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to a Victory Monday Woo-hoo. here on Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Uh, Wednesday when this episode comes out, of course. I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast, uh, part of the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network extravaganza. So uh, how are we feeling? Big exhale or? Uh-
2: no, I mean, I'm, feel- I'm feeling all right, you know. A win's a win's a win. And sometimes, you know, they don't like to make it easy on us, but here we are talking about next week. So at least at least we didn't fumble on a quarterback sneak on the one yard line and lose the game yes. because of it. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, Brandon, I know you were the one who were who was coaching us up not to look past this week.
0: Yes. You and know. you were
1: right, but uh, not quite in, in taking your own advice when it comes to uh, Brando's bets. So... Uh, devastating. Is that a... Devastating, devastating. yeah. Devastating, yeah.
0: I don't, I, did anybody anticipate this to happen? No, I don't know. But it was brutal. Financially, what, if anybody got the bills in minus three, they're probably getting them at like minus 700 odds at one point. <laughs> right. So my best bet came when they were down 20 to 24. And I was like, they're not going to lose this game. And I, I think I got them at minus 200 or minus 250. I think it paid out like 12 bucks. So I lost that's a lot. But a, that's
1: that's, uh, all good. that's bail, bailing out a rowboat with a tin can.
0: I'll take the win that. though. Right. I'll take, yeah, no, I mean, it's like the Titanic here at this point. So, <laughs> Um, illustrious liner going down but I'll trade that for the win so I'm cool with that but it was funny I ran into one of my third grade students at the game on Sunday and when I had seen him first it was like well I don't even know what it would be uh 17 nothing or 17 three and I was like oh man you're not you know you're getting a nice comfy game here so far and you don't have to worry about you know, you got a breeze right? So you don't have to be stressed. And I'm going to talk to him tomorrow and I'll be like, welcome. Welcome to Bill's Mafia. You got your heart tested on your first game ever. You got your, uh, you know, nothing's easy here. And I mean, it's a playoff game. We shouldn't have thought it was going to be easy. I told you guys that, but Josh made it look hard at times. I don't know. Are you guys nervous about that? It, it was an interesting, oh, it was an interesting afternoon. The whole mood of the stadium shifted very quickly. So I don't know about you. Did you do you have that same sort of shift, John? Yes. Or you robotic in your belief that we were going to win.
1: Um, I never felt like we were going to lose, and they were. They're actually talking about this on GR a little bit. Like, when's the last time you actually felt like the Bills were going to lose a game? And it's it's like literally like the Colts game last year. Um, I mean, I kind of felt that way in Miami this year. Um, I was like, they can win, but they might not. Again, it's survive in advance. It didn't look the way we wanted it to look, but, you know, we're still alive for another week. Uh, and, you know, it, we weren't the only team that had those kind of issues. So, you know, it's really easy to put this really critical lens on our own team that we don't necessarily place on other teams because we don't watch them as closely. So I'm not on board with the doomsday tweets. Like, you know, they're, like, they're screwed. You know, if they did this against Cincinnati, they get killed. And, uh, you know they did this against Cincinnati the way that Cincinnati played this last week, then that might've been a clunker game between two good teams that were not playing up to their own standards. So um I think that Josh adapts to the game in front of him as well. You know, after that Steelers game, he knows that if a team is down in the secondary, then he can absolutely light them up at, at will. I mean, there are some throws that he's making that we just take for granted now because he's a freak. He's an alien and I'm watching some of these replays and it's so effortless. And these are throws that we've never seen made in our entire life. Like just uh, there was one throw that he just launched at uh, the, the throw to uh, the second catch from Shakir, you know, the one where he's diving backwards, the third and that 15. Ball had, yeah. Like very little. No, that was third and one. There. That was and, third and one. And Josh is just standing on his back foot and he looks like he tosses it up like a Nerf football. Yeah, it's, that was it's cool. insane. And then you think about the amount of effort that you would see coming from like I don't know if Fitzpatrick Patrick where he looked like he threw his entire soul into every single throw and his arm, his shoulder was going to come out of socket just to get the ball. And it's just so effortless for Josh. So, you know, a little bit of that wrapped up in the, uh, appreciation for that, trying to overshadow any of the bad Josh decisions that we saw.
0: Basically. The, uh, I was just talking about this with one of our staff at our school. She had a JP Losman Jersey on. She was like, it's so funny because she said I was at a game, but she said it was really warm at the game, but she didn't have a Jersey. So she didn't know what to wear. And those old school, you know, those old school ones that have the, they're like the silky ones with the holes in them. So she's like, I got this one, but she's like, I've been told many times by many people that this player Made me give up my season tickets. Like people got off, they they gave them up because they had to watch JP Lawson. But on occasion, you were treated to a little flick of the wrist, eighty yard bomb to Lee Evans, and uh, we haven't seen that since then. But even on the first play of the game, Bills came out swinging. But you know, everybody, we'll get into this a little bit more because I want your opinions on this because I think it's fascinating. But that third and one to Shakir, I was watching. They were coming at me. I was in the end zone. And I didn't see him open. I was like, why are you throwing just Josh? Why are you throwing this Josh? And Shakir made a play on the ball. I thought that was beautiful. And the way that Josh played this game, what do you, what do you think? How do you think Miami called the defense of, out, oh, like, you know, the, the game plan for the defense on Josh. Cause obviously it, it was chaos, but what do you think about it? Cause some people are, they, they don't like the DC, but I think this game, I think it was an admirable strategy.
1: Yeah. It seemed like at times the Miami front four definitely had their way with the offensive line of the bills. I don't know if they're going to see a front four that's as good as the dolphins front four. second. Certainly the, the Dolphins' secondary is not um, up to par with their front four, but yeah, no, it was certainly an interesting decision. I think this is what you were getting at Brandon, that they do all out pressure cover zero against Josh. And uh, I don't think they did that again after he hit the bomb to digs in the beginning to kind of get them they, out of that.
0: They did. No, they did a lot. They blitzed. They did a lot. if you look at all of Josh's. I'm not talking
1: about blitzing in general. Like they definitely were bringing an extra guy on. It seemed like almost every play. I mean, like a full out cover zero look with only single press coverage on the outside.
0: I'd have to go look. I would want to. I want to say that they might have done one safety a couple times to give a little bit of extra help. But there's a lot of plays that it looked like they brought the house. And the only reason I, I bring it up because. You could say what you, I know you, you had a funny tweet about Ken Dorsey's playbook, right? The vertices in the cut across the middle, but the, the under route underneath routes were there. I don't, I'm not going to hate on Dorsey for this. I just, I really think it was Josh's decision to do this because he has spent all year dealing with double coverage on his best guys, double coverage on those shot pl- passes. Nobody has allowed the bills to really bust the top off of their defense and this Dolphins game plan was designed for josh to take these shots because if you look even at his interceptions they were thrown into single coverage guys like it was one-on-one routes and the, the 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 one to john brown it was just like a fluky you know that was josh's errant directional throw on his accuracy he should have thrown it to the other side but then on the uh on the other one right it, it was like uh what, what happened on the other
2: pick well, it was off well, it sort of off Beasley's hands, sort of deflected one of the two, however you want to say it. Whatever it was like a so, curl, I guess, in the flat. Yeah.
0: So I mean, you could say that Josh is, you know, he uh, he might have had one drop from four touchdowns. with Skylar Thompson is the same thing for Skylar Thompson. He's a couple drops away from going for twenty-five of forty-eight, maybe two sixty in another touchdown with the way Waddle and Hill Hill played. But I, uh, I I don't know. I like Josh's it's just he he was confident, man. He he was taking what he thought he was going to need and, and, and he probably hasn't seen these one-on-one matchups downfield too often this season. He's jumping the gun to try to take him. And that's what they wanted him to do.
1: It always looks frustrating to see him take two vertical route shots to Gabe Davis when you're up and you just need to move the ball, run the clock, do that sort of thing. But if that's what the defense is giving you, you know, and you're Josh freaking Allen, I mean, he's hit that. I mean, obviously they didn't link up on that drive and they ended up punting after that, I think you know, he had those checkdowns available, zero targets to, to uh, Singletary or cook on the day. So he was not taking the checkdowns. Um, and I don't know if, I don't think that's a Dorsey thing. I, I think that those are there. He can take them if he wants to, but you know, he was gunslinger Josh. And uh, I think he knew that he could kind of get away with a certain margin of error against the dolphins. So I'll be interested to see if he plays that way against the Bengals or the way that the Bengals want to play him on defense. Do they do the 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 high shell and dare the bills to run, or are you super aggressive and blitz because like Miami because you know that you're going to need at least a strip and give them credit they got a strip sack and a defensive touchdown they needed that they had um, five fumbles, another one
0: five forced fumbles two turnovers the ball was and, in
2: jeopardy seven times yeah Spencer That's, Brown coming up big nuts I think what is it start of the fourth quarter hopping on one yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, I think there was a muffed punt by Naheem yeah. Hines too. So yeah, you clean that you you clean that stuff up, you're looking good, but you,
0: if you're the Bengals, I was thinking about this a lot today because you see this film on tape, you could do the two high shells, slow the game down, make them run. Or you have the offense where you could say, I'm gonna do single high safety, press at the line of my corners, and I'm gonna bet that I can get pressure for you to either rush the throw and go deep and maybe underthrow it like we saw Skylar Thompson do for the Bills to get an interception right we saw that um but you're hoping that maybe the that Josh goes deep underthrows something happens or maybe his arm gets tipped at the line with the pressure or you know you you get defensive ends on the ball but you're hoping that disruption as well you might hit a couple of those he might hit 2 40 50 60 yard throws but your offense can overcome that by stealing those extra possessions because Miami stole possessions on us and Skylar Thompson didn't play well. But if you're giving the ball to chase Higgins and Burrow in those same situations, those field goals turn into touchdowns. Those, uh, you know, those drives stack up. They're not three and outs. And I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting way. We haven't seen a lot of teams play Josh Allen in this, in this way. And even on that play, the two routes to to digs down the sidelines, he had a step on his guy. I remember watching it live and I probably, wouldn't have noticed this, but I was watching it in the end zone, you can kind of see both ways how the receivers are flashing open. And um it was really interesting to see these guys. Shakur's catch was was awesome on third down. And even Diggs first play of the game. I just said that earlier. He was open too and Josh just underthrew him. So it's interesting to see what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, honestly, if if we're predicting what the Bengals are gonna do. I would guess that they wouldn't go with, I mean, maybe they mix in something like this, like a a crazy pressure look, but I wouldn't expect that at all. I'd expect the shell. I'd expect what most defenses try to do to do to Josh Allen. I think that the dolphins, I mean, that was kind of like a Hail Mary game plan um, for lack of a better term. It was a superhero game plan because you need, you needed something spectacular. So you were either going to get burned really bad constantly. They had some big ones, or you were going to get big plays in your direction too. So you're kind of living and dying by turnovers.
0: They risked it for the biscuit, man. They wanted it.
1: Exactly. Cause you're not going to yeah. be able to, your horses can't keep up with the bills offense. If you're Skylar Thompson, who, by the way, I I think he played a little bit better than I was comfortable with. Um, you know, he looked a little bit better. Against this Bills defense, and I was comfortable with, but that's just nitpicking, really. You got the win. He I don't think it is. Stats. I don't
0: think it is. It's not nitpicking because, like I said, if Waddle catches the ball, if Hill catches the ball, I want to say oh, dude, had a Jay drop. Jalen Waddle had three huge, three huge drops, dude. Think about it. his stats right. could balloon. Skyler Thompson could have thrown for 25, 26 of 48 for 300 yards and three touchdowns against us easily without a couple yeah. of, of interesting plays. And his, uh, confidence seemed to grow. So I think this is going to do good things for him moving forward in his career, but it was very concerning. I thought even Kyrie as when I was watching him play, I know everybody was, was raving about him. I didn't see anything totally flashy in person. I saw Skylar Thompson put a lot, like Josh is good. The tool was good at it. Brady's pretty good at it. These quarterbacks that can place where the receiver catches their ball. If it's off to the side on a little quick out route, or if it's in stride on a in route, but it looked like Skylar Thompson was placing the ball on his open receivers, but not in a place that was like, you know, the next level of a quarterback, throw the guy open. You're throwing to an open receiver. You're not making it easier for him to catch it with the defensive contact. And I think Kyrie Elam took advantage of that and really showed some some strong skills by able to get his hands on some balls, knock the ball to the ground and make contact on the receivers. But I thought that was an interesting note from uh, Skylar Thompson as well. I don't know if you guys were able to notice any of that.
1: Yeah, honestly, the the moment that sticks with me for Skyler Thompson is, uh, you know, you're all like "F Miami" and you're like, you know, get him, and then they share the story on TV. Brandon, you weren't watching the broadcast. So I he heard about this. this I this. heard oh, about it. Dad okay. coming to the yeah. game? Yeah. So his dad yeah. drove all the way to the game, and they tell this like really heart wrenching story because his mom died at a young age of cancer. Yep. And and then he, he like uh, uh, what. What am I supposed to do here? Like, now I feel bad for this guy. And well, then they said it wasn't just his game. mom.
0: You see, it wasn't just his, was mom, his, was his grandpa, his grandpa as well. So, oh, this guy right. Thompson same and his year. dad, same year, yeah, in the same year. And he was six years old. It's like, what do you do with a six year old kid by yourself? now? it's like, oh no. So, oh, he's yeah. his, like was, the biggest yeah, supporter. A- so that was a cool it was, story. It was I weird
1: rooting on the on the rest of that drive, you know, because I think they got a sack or something like that. I'm like, okay, let him down easy, don't hurt him. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard. You know, you you kind of forget that these are these are people out there. You know I'm,
2: I'm happy though that Skylar Thompson played well. I think he deserves, you know, if if not in Miami, a chance to have playing time somewhere else next year for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if you're him, you can't be ashamed of your day. You know, you can't no. go and say like I I didn't do what I could at that point, but on to Cincinnati as Bill Belichick would say, how freaking scared are we? Or are we just happy to be here at this point? Are you going to be, you know, this season has high, you know, super high expectations. You know, if they play well and go out with a loss here, what's, what's your reaction?
2: So upset. Well, let me ask you boys, how do you, do you feel that we match up, um, cornerback wise, the same as, um, Perhaps Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters. Do you think that um, we have that elite talent in our two no. cornerback no, positions? Probably not. I mean, that was, probably that was my big a question. Year, a year
1: from now, we might like with Trey White back up to all pro speed and Kyrie Elam with another year under his belt. But uh, I don't know if it's I, I didn't watch. I didn't actually get to catch the entire Ravens Bengals game. So I don't know. Is that a team that usually pr- plays a lot of press man? or are they yes. more zone heavy like the bills? Cause I think that it's a different animal when you're talking about corners in a, you know, if they're manned up and you know, then you're really putting them on an Island versus the bills scheme is a little bit more friendly to that, but still you need guys to make plays. And we saw Trey white get burned early in that Cincinnati game for, uh you know, the first few drives that we saw.
0: They're interesting. Cause they also, they also do a three, four defense too. Compared to us, so you know they're going to be different all over the place.
1: Yeah, but yeah, no, Pat, I, maybe not. But again, I don't watch enough snaps out of from from all of these teams to say that definitively. But on paper, I would say probably not at this point. the The secondary overall might be a different story because are the the Ravens a little bit weak at safety? I can't remember because they've they gave up a lot of big games to players that this year they got you know, historically burned by the the Dolphins earlier this season.
0: Kyle Hamilton.
1: Yeah, well he's a, he's a, a rookie. Oh, yeah, he's he's a rookie. Yeah. Maybe he his season has improved to the, this point. But did you guys did you guys catch the end of that Cincinnati Ravens game? Yeah. Great. I mean if you're if you're a Cincinnati fan, aren't you just waking up and and saying thank you that we actually won that game and yeah. that Greg Roman is is uh, you know, someone Friend who's gonna show. quarterback Quarter, quarter, yeah, he got a quarterback sneak from two yards out, and uh, instead of giving the ball to uh, J.K. Dobbins,
0: did you see J.K. Dobbins' quote?
1: I did. Yeah, he's
0: like, you should never put my quarterback in that position. Give me the ball; I would have got it in. But and yeah. same thing. I don't know. They. He also both... said,
1: if we had Lamar, we would have won. He came well, out and said he, that
0: he's right. Probably he's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they just want his. Teammate to get paid, let you know, sign him to his deal. But can, do you blame Lamar? I don't blame Lamar. RG3's tweet was great. You don't play with that messed up knee, especially with the way that those guys play quarterback. Cutting, spitting, yeah. juking, accelerating. But these, both the Bengals and the Bills got really lucky this weekend that they were able to make their mistakes, not play their best game, because they're going to have a tough week of film session. They're going to, they're not going to, hopefully not make these same mistakes that they had. So I'm looking for this to be like one of, you know, a fantastic football game, maybe something like last year's Kansas city game. Both of these excellent teams didn't play their best game. How are they going to rebound? How are they going to fix it? If we're, if either one of us plays a different opponent, we probably both lose these games and somebody else is playing in the divisional round, but being able to squeak out these wins, fix the problems, hopefully make solutions, get a little creative, bring your best to the divisional round in Orchard Park next Sunday at three o'clock. Right. They said so. Yep.
1: 3 p.m. Eastern. So uh, be there. I expect the best out of both of them. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon will be there. And uh, hopefully if Jacksonville, we will know Saturday night where the AFC championship game will be held. As of now, if it's Kansas city, Buffalo, it'll be in Atlanta. Um, But if it's Jacksonville, Buffalo, it'll be in Orchard Park. So uh, we have that to look forward to. That would be cool.
0: That'd
1: be very so, uh, cool. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about this matchup on our Friday episode because I think we'll have some time to uh, to fit a couple things in there. We'll be talking bets, we'll be talking picks for this weekend. But let's let's get a break in here really quick, and uh, we'll we'll be back on the other side. We'll talk about our game picks really quick because I wanted to tell you guys something about the uh, some big news that is is riding on tonight's result of Monday Night Football. <laughs> so we'll have that on the other side and uh, close with Pat as well. So stick around. All uh-huh. right.
0: The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot and an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg. You add up to 100% boost. You can pick yards for Stefan Diggs, yards for Jamar Chase, yards for James Cook, yards for Devin Singletary. Look at the touchdowns for Josh Allen. Whatever you pick, stack them all together. Get that boost. Make your profits higher. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code NABP standing for it. Not another Buffalo Podcast. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings sportsbook with code NABP. Not another Buffalo Podcast. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: It's time
0: for the weekly Sabers update. I'm on a two-game losing streak when I've been to the arena. Sabers suck again. This has been your weekly Sabres update.
1: Yeah, it's been a rough couple of games here. It's unfortunate. They won in Nashville, though. I didn't go to the game because there's playoff football on. And um, this is embarrassing. I haven't been to a Sabres game before. And I'm not going to go to my first one in Nashville. I need to be in Buffalo for that. So So they played. They would have played. Also, it's expensive as hell to see a game in Nashville. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So they would have played Wednesday night in Buffalo. No, they would have played Thursday night in Buffalo and then Saturday in Nashville. Nashville. And then today. So I went to the game Thursday night, lost. I went to the game today, lost. And I got to tell you, man, can I vent about StubHub real quick? Bought these Brian Miller jersey retirement night tickets on StubHub in August, paid $65 a piece for them, bought two. The seller just told me two days ago, he can't, a couple days ago, that he can't produce the tickets, canceled my order. StubHub won't refund me any sort of tickets. The seller has since relisted the tickets for $260 a piece instead of the 67 that I paid for them. So now I have $170 that I paid as like a refund is what the only solution that they gave me. So I was able to buy one ticket for like one hundred and ninety dollars for Ryan Miller's Jersey retirement night so I will be going to that on Thursday oh, but stuff hub I don't like you you're on my mean list
1: that would anger me quite a bit
0: yeah oh it I is. I had phone calls I had emails I had the only reason I got support was through Twitter they they messaged me on Twitter
1: yep so. yep, yep there you go you got to complain on Twitter to get anyways it
0: done. big week for
1: <laughs> Buffalo sports <laughs> it is. holy cow yeah, Ryan yep. Miller. What, what night is that? Is that Thursday, Thursday night, Friday? Yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. So, yep, that'll be appointment television. Hopefully they uh, get the ESPN broadcast on uh, early enough in the night where you, you might be able to see some of that stuff, but probably not. We'll see. Maybe maybe MSG. That'd probably be a better bet yes. to, to yes. do that than the ESPN Plus app, right? Yes. Cool. So for you out-of-staters, if you uh, know somebody in Buffalo with a cable login who has MSG, that's probably the move. Schmadden in Buffalo. <laughs> Schmadden <and> Schmabermas. <laughs> All right. So, quick note on our game picks here. This this is very interesting. So, hold on to your seats, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys are ready for this. So, if if Tampa Bay wins tonight, Pat will be tied for first place. Ooh. What would little John say? Yeah. yeah.
2: So <laughs> it's, it's an ass whooping right now, though. I don't okay. think they're coming back.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. I think they're down 18 zip though at half. So we'll see. Take a look at that live bet. If you believe Tom Brady's comeback.
1: Anyway, Brandon, you are not far behind. You are only two wins back at this point.
0: Cowboys win tonight. Who picked the bucks? Both. Y'all picked the bucks.
1: No, uh, Brandon, you and I picked Dallas. Brandon, or Pat took Tampa Bay. Okay. That's what it would take to be in first place. Little Tom Brady magic. (laughs) So, also Brandon, with your San Francisco minus nine and a half win uh, for your substitute pick, you successfully were the first person to go six and zero in a week this year. So, uh, wait, I thought I went six. Was that was that last week? I mean, last year you've gone five and one a couple times this year. Must have been last year. I think you've you've gone five and one more than anybody else. I'm scrolling back here, or maybe that was last year. Anyway. Pat this is really a, a comeback for the ages because Pat went uh, Pat had a stretch of games this season where he went 0 and 12. So uh Pat you've yes. really to come back and be tied for first. I mean you've been on a roll. So your last your last 3 weeks are 5 and 1, 4 and 1, and then pending this um you've got four wins so far, one loss and uh one pick in hand at this point. So Well, Brandon and
2: I no quitting these two dogs right here. Brandon first uh, coming back exactly. year. I'm starting Think to um,
1: I'm starting to regret my Las Vegas uh, manifesting pick but uh, no more room for error although all the way out so uh, should we do uh, should week? we do spread and team the rest of the way out uh, we could do spread the rest of the rest of the way out now, no do the two we'll two picks
0: have... each game is two picks or two points
1: that would make it oh spread and money line yeah. interesting I'd, just I'd be to down get more, for that
0: just to get more numbers up on the board
1: yeah, well, the the trailing person wants more games in hand, right? You hey, gotta,
0: after today, it'll be one game because Tampa's about to lose. I, uh, I it'll still be two
1: that. games because we both have Dallas. But well, for Pat, right?
2: Right. That'll be right. Yeah.
1: yeah. But so. speaking of Pat, do you got some? Uh, you got some quotes for us from this weekend?
2: I do. I got some quotes. It's time for quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. When asked about a penalty that happened during the game, he said, I didn't like that penalty. Our guys will be fine. It's going to be a hard fought game. We'll just see how the game goes. Okay? Thanks.
0: Oh, I, I heard this live. Uh, it was John Harbaugh asked about when uh, Taylor, Hunt, Taylor Huntley may or may not come out of the game for their other backup quarterback, right? Yes. Yes, yes that, was, it was, he, that was he answered funny.
2: he answered a two parter. Yeah, the first part was in regards to the penalty and I d- I did like how he said, "Okay, thanks. We'll just we'll just see how the game goes." I feel like that's um he was not having it. And he um, smiled. <laughs> he was so professional about the whole thing. He's like, F- "You I want to go." but I'm going to smile and I'm going to be a class act. (laughs) And then I saw people giving him heat for it. And it's like, well, he, what are you just, he's just going to break down the entire game plan in front of the entire nation and tell them what's going on. I know. I don't
1: know what people want out of these in-game head coach interviews. It's, it's like, you can tell they're just like, I got to go. I'm thinking about this. I'm trying to make this adjustment. And you know, you know, they're sitting like, Coach, what, what does it mean to be up three points right now? It means we, got,
0: means we got 42 <laughs> minutes to go to, to get up by more than they're going to be up by at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, we're, we'd like to score more points than them in the second yeah. half. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. But all right, Pat, what else you got for us?
2: All right. And my next one here. You got to love being in games like this. And if you don't, this league, this sport isn't the place for you. I'm hmm. going to read it one more time, boys. Sure. Jeez,
1: Just for dramatic effect.
2: You got to love being in games like this. And if you don't, this league, this sport, this isn't the place for you. Brian Dable on the Giants win. No, it was a good guess though.
1: Trevor Lawrence on the Jags win.
2: It was said yesterday. Brandon Staley. Or actually, hold on. Let me check. It might have been a quote that was said on Friday. Um, it was before the game. This person played and actually happened. Oh. Um,
1: Okay. So pregame interview, what do you think? uh, Mike McDaniel, not quite. No. Mike McDaniel, by the way, has some of the weird, like we were just talking about the weird in game, like interviews of coaches after the quarters. Mike McDaniel has some of the weirdest out of any of them. Like, Interesting. I, I don't know. Brandon, you didn't get a chance to watch. No, I didn't see it. Cause yeah. you were, you were in the stadium, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. These ones at the Bill Stadium, I don't know if he's been cold, um, but the words he's been saying are not completely coherent. So uh, anyway, I know that those interviews can just be awkward for coaches no, too. So. Um, the,
2: the coach of this man is also named Mike though. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott. Close, close. Tony Pollard. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, ding, ding, ding.
1: Nice. There's a, he did Mike, a whole, it was Mike McCarthy. Sunk. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> the wrong line.
2: No, he did a whole piece about, Um, he, he was confronted about his uh, playoff loss record. Um, Which is bad know. if anybody was wondering. Yeah. I believe, what is he? 0 and three. Um, <laughs> I want to say he yeah, got the, a win. D-
1: Dallas hasn't won a road playoff game in 30 years. I think I saw it today. He might have so, a win. Well, we'll I'm, I'm trying to remember because that San Francisco
2: game might have been a divisional game.
1: Now I am curious.
2: He's 1 and 3 in the playoffs. It's 1 and 3. Yeah. All right. But yeah, he was he was rather intense in that interview. He beat Seattle in the wild card round, lost Lit. to
0: the Rams, the Niners and the Packers. 6 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, 1048 yards, 87 QB rating. Not the best,
2: not the best. Well, we'll see. I'm pulling for him even though it would mess up my picks, but
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. That's gonna do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at Buff Send us your thoughts. We still we've been talking about doing a Twitter space and we still haven't. So uh, I dude, I was thinking you know, about I, it. I guess on that's That's a good thing, probably, because I would have shared all seven of my parlays that were Fail. analytics based and Fail. straight fire. And then Fail. all of them were so close. I mean like one yard short on some of these. It was <sighs> it was ridiculous. It was it was brutal. I was uh TJ Hawkinson touchdown away from two K. So uh
2: Yo. Yeah, that,
1: one, that one hurts a little bit, but it's all right. It's all right. We'll get it. We'll get it tonight. We'll see how it goes. Real. But uh, I'm already hitting myself because I almost pressed the bet button on Dalton Schultz two plus TDs. I had a feeling and when he scores, he usually scores twice. Yeah. And he's already scored two touchdowns. And I sh- I should have done it. it. was plus 1600. Funny. Ugh. Anyway. All right. We'll be back on Friday with game picks, Brando's bets, and uh, you know, segment mania pretty much at this point so uh we'll see you boys then Go go bills all right go bills